What's up, guys? Welcome to the Kicks and Giggles podcast. This is the second episode, and it's Angelo Blando, and that's what that's it. I still don't know what to say in the beginning of my podcasts, but we're getting there. Um, it's always going to be me. It's always going to be Angelo Blando, so I probably shouldn't say that every single intro, right? Okay, so... Before I get into anything, I want to say thank you all for listening and thank you for writing reviews. And there was really some long reviews on there that were just awesome. So thank you guys and thank you for rating five stars and giving your honest opinion and messaging me and all that. So I got a lot of feedback and uh, it being my first podcast ever and the first time I ever upload an episode and it only takes two days to get 50 reviews. Uh, That's pretty awesome. So genuine thank you. Now, out of all of those reviews that are five stars, there was one rating that is two stars. And, you know, right when I saw this, I was like, oh, my God, I got my first negative review. I was actually pretty excited to hear what they had to say because uh, I I don't really care if it's negative or positive. I actually ask people, like, tell me what you didn't like because maybe I can... Take what you're saying and take some advice from that and then turn it into uh, something positive, you know, change something that I do or change what I said or maybe look at what I said differently. You know what I mean? It makes me a better human being to hear the negative things about myself. Um, But the person who rated it two stars was my mom. So we're going to take a second to let that sit in. My mom rated my podcast two stars. And it could have been anyone, you know, it could have been an ex-girlfriend, a friend that doesn't like me, some kid who fucking thinks I'm an asshole, but it was my mom. Um, so that's cool. Thanks mom for that one. And no, I don't think it was on purpose. I hope not, but she was texting me and you know, she's like, she says, I, I, cause I told her, can you rate my podcast five stars? She said, every time I try to click five stars, it stops me at two stars and then freezes, which means she accidentally clicked two stars and it's not letting her rate again because she already did it. So then she's like, oh my God, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do it. I just thought that I could, I don't know. My nickname is Chino. I'll write a new one. And okay, I'm going to write another five star and I'm going to write another review. And the nickname on this one is Yo Mama. And then she was doing all that, and then she said, I'm sorry, it was an accident. Can I write more reviews? Like, you could write 55 reviews all you want, you know, Mom? But you still gave that one two-star, and it's always going to be there, which is really dope. So, hey, my first negative negative fan, negative feedback, is from my own blood. Um, I also asked on my Instagram story, I asked you guys to message me some questions and that I would be answering them every single episode. So I think I'm going to do that in the beginning. Like right now, I think is a good time because people tuning in, if they hear their name, they're going to be super hyped up. And I guess if people don't hear their name, they're just going to turn it off. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Who gives a fuck, you know? So the first question is, um, let's see. It's from Alexis T. Jackson. She said, Angelo, what's it going to take for you to post my question on your story? Um, uh, I don't know. Ask a cool qu- Ask a question that's fucking out of this world, and I'll screenshot it and I'll post it on my story. Or something very deep. I don't know. And then she says, but for real, though, what's your favorite brand at the moment? 
Uh, my favorite brand of just anything, you know, I don't know. Uh, Downy is is dope. Fiji water, I like. Um, I don't. Apple is good because I use a, an, an Apple phone every day. I use an iPhone, so I think Apple would be an obvious. That's kind of a. Uh, that's kind of a. I don't know. I don't really like that question. What's your favorite brand? I don't know. Give me a break. I like a lot of stuff. What's your favorite brand of shoes? Jordan, always. Um, but you didn't say that, so I don't know. My favorite brand of all time of anything is probably, I don't know, it's actually, it's not Apple. It's probably like fucking Nesquik, okay? Something I grew up on that made me happy. Um, Jimmy Kelleher asks, what are your grails? If you don't know what a grail is, grail means like your all-time like dream shoe, right? So my grail would be... Um, I don't even know, dude. Like the an original pair of bread ones. I don't even know what year it is, but I want to say it's like 2003. Like bread one is my all-time favorite shoe. Um, let's see, bread one. When did they first release? Obviously, there's like a 2000 or like a 1990 pair, but those would probably get beat up um, and they would fall apart. I'd want a 2001 pair of bread ones. That's my. I think that's my grail. Um, 2001, or I would take the band, the 2011 pair with the X's on the back. Those are really cool. Other than that, um, I also like the satin bread ones. Those are awesome. I don't know. There's a ton. Um, let's see. Vicky says, why do men fall in love every five years, but women fall in love every six months? Um, I don't know. Because why do men fall in love every five years? I don't know. I'm 19, okay? I don't fucking know. That's that's over my head, okay? Women fall in love every six months, probably because they don't... A lot. From my experience, when I date a girl, I, I want to, like, go out with her and hang out and talk for, like, a year and a half before I even start to give us a boyfriend-girlfriend label. And girls, it seems like... I, I can't, like, just say girls, every girl in general. But the girls that I've had experience with, it seems like... Two weeks in, and they're like, let's be something. Let's be exclusive. Like, it's me and you now, right? You're not talking to anyone. And then it's like, yeah, uh, I gotta go. And then they wonder why. Like, then they then I get looked at as a fuckboy because I don't want to be boyfriend or girlfriend if the only thing I know about you is that you like fucking sushi, you know? I want to get to know you. Let me meet your family. You can meet my family. Let me see what my family thinks of you because maybe... I need some pointers from them. Some people are so fast, and I'm sure guys do it too. It's not just girls. But some people are very quick to be like, what the fuck are we, you know? And they don't just take a step back and say, you know what? Let's just be friends. Let's get to know each other. How am I going to date you if I don't even know your middle name? You know, I think that's pretty fair. Uh, we'll do two more. Um, Kales asks, will you go on a date with me? Uh, yeah, I'll go on a date with you. K Kales? Kales? Yeah, I'll go on a date with you. Let's let's do it. Um, hey, Angelo. This Oh, this is Georgia asks. See, is it Georgia or Georgia? Georgia M. Grabsky asks, Hey, Angelo, this boy I like lives in another country, and the only time I may get to see him is around Thanksgiving holidays. What should I do? Um, okay, so there's a guy you like, and he lives in a different country. 
I would say it's pretty easy to do like a long distance relationship. So I would say definitely send them nudes, you know, keep them up to keep them interested, you know, send them a picture of your tits once in a while. Um, that's always a good thing to do. FaceTime them is probably the best way to connect. Um, number one is probably could be moved back to like number five. It's not the most important thing to do. I was kind of kidding. But, you know, sending nudes is always good. If you can't have sex, then you could have phone sex, right? Um, yeah, FaceTime them, text them when you can, and just try to learn about each other. Play a question game, okay? Now, this next one isn't really a question. This kid said... If, okay, if you didn't, if I didn't answer your question right there, I will answer it next episode. I have like 40 people that sent me questions, so I'll get to you guys. Okay, so the next question is from T-Magic35. Oh, T-Magic25. Talk about Kanye and how his recent comments might affect the sneaker industry and his deal with Adidas. But fuck politics, lol. Okay, so it's not really a question, but he... I'll, I'll do this. Okay, this is a good co or topic to talk about. I was actually going to bring this up anyways. But, okay, so Kanye West, it, within the past week or two, he, he's had a lot of, like, a lot of bullshit going on on Twitter because he posted a picture of him in a Make America Great Again hat, and it was, like, signed or something. I didn't even really pay attention to it. But uh, he's just showing a lot of support for Donald Trump, and everybody's giving him shit for it, right? So he goes on TMZ Live. And he, uh, he goes on TMZ Live and he's talking about his views and why he said this and why he said that. And he stands up and this is where the, the video gets kind of dark, okay? He stands up and he tells everyone, you know, I'm going to do my impression of him. He goes, Ye got lip liposuction because I didn't want y'all calling me fat, okay? Ye was on the opioids. I took two opioids, then they gave me three opioids. Ye was driving on the opioids. I'm sorry if that's too loud, but that's word for word what he says. He says, I was I got liposuction because I didn't want y'all calling me fat, which goes against the fact that every single, like right before that, he's saying, you know, I don't care about what I say about Trump and I'm not going to apologize because I do whatever I want. Then he's saying he, he got forced into taking opioids, you know, and... Uh, then he like stands up and he's like, and I want y'all to listen to me and blah, blah, blah. And starts yelling that he would drive on opioids. You know, I'm a big dumbass, right? I was driving on opioids because y'all calling me, I don't want y'all to call me fat. Okay. This was for y'all, but it's, it really wasn't because why would you take, who gives a fuck Kanye? You know, maybe I need to sit down with him and say, Hey man, who gives a fuck? If you're a little chubby, you know, if you're chubby, it's fine. Hey, Kanye, come on. If you're chubby, it's it's all right. You don't got to get light bulb. Don't change who you are, man. You know, maybe, maybe you have to have a sit-down talk. And then after all that, okay, he's yelling about all this, and then he's really yelling more deep stuff than that. That was just a part that I thought was funny. Um, but then I guess this guy's name is like Van or something like that. He's one of the main TMZ guys. He gets really offended, and he, like, yells at Kanye like he's a child. And he's like, you know, it really hurt me what you said, and those comments you brought up about slavery, like, you might think that's okay, but, like, it's a fact that that's not true, and you can't put yourself in this fake reality and expect people to believe what you're saying just because you're a mu musician and have all this hype behind you. Like, I live in a real world, and I don't think that Kanye is 
fucking real anymore. He says some shit, and then it cuts to, like, Kanye West, like, standing in the corner of the studio, and he's like, I want to I want to give you a hug, man. I want to, can I give you a hug? Are you going to fight me if I try to give you a hug? And it's just so, like, fucking cringe, dude. Like, what are you doing? He And he, he keeps saying, like, don't punch me if I come over there. Like, hey, man, let me just give you a kiss. Hey, can I give can I give him a kiss? Hey, let me give Van a kiss. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. It's all love. And then he goes on to say it's all love. And I don't know, you guys. It's kind of a funny thing. It's kind of more, like, messed up because he's actually a fucking broken human being. But I just thought it was really messed up. The outcome of that, to answer your question, T-Magic, um, do I think that, like, that video is going to break him up with Adidas? No. Do I think... Give me a second. Let me drink some water, okay? Do I think his um, his views on, politi- on politics or, like, his feelings for Donald Trump and all of his support, no, like, none of that's going to break him up with Adidas or the slavery comment. I don't think that would break him up with Adidas because it's kind of like, that's his thought, right? He, it's fucked up. When all of this Me Too movement stuff was going on, people were getting their, like, they were losing their jobs because... Uh, like Enzo Amore from WWE is one of the big ones that I know because I'm a WWE fan. Um, Enzo Amore got kicked out, like booted from WWE instantly because of sexual harassment and like rape charges and all that. But that like a lot of people losing their jobs was because of sexual, I don't know what, even what the word is, but like being a fucking creep. Okay, Harvey Weinstein and all those guys. Um, it's all because of like things they actually did that was wrong. If you think something or you say something, like, sure, it's still wrong, but in my opinion, it's more like that's just his point of view. Like, at the end of the day, like, if I was, okay, if I work at Adidas, okay, and we're at, a, we're at a table, and they're like, guys, look at what Kanye's saying. What is he doing? You know, this is horrible for the youth to believe in these things that he's saying. I would be the guy to sit there and be like, hey, guys, wait. Okay, look at the numbers he does. Okay, Adidas had fucking nothing before he came in. Okay, we were selling track pants and jackets that nobody wears. And look at the numbers that he does. And then there would be one person that's sitting across the table that's like, that's not right, okay? He is for the children, and the children should not have to listen to him speak about this nonsense and say things that aren't true, and I would say, guys, but look, I'd be tapping on the, tap on the, do you hear that? I'd be tapping. Look at this paper, you guys. Where's the paper? I can't pull it out. I don't know. You would hear the paper, the, you know, what paper makes when you pull it out. And I would say, look at the numbers, you guys. He makes us cash. And then they would, you know, and then we would keep going. So, uh, T-Magic, to answer your question, within 10 minutes, uh, I don't think it's going to affect anything, no. Now, uh, you know, another thing that, speaking of people that are making a buzz, actually, you know what, I'm not even, even going to bring that up. Um, people kept saying that I swore a lot in the last episode, and I do swear a lot in general, okay? Now, if you don't like that I swear a lot, I'm sorry, but that's kind of like, that's kind of my thing, you know? It's like, that's how I talk. I acknowledge the fact, let me move this mic back, um... I acknowledge the fact that maybe my vocabulary isn't the the best in the world. Um, I acknowledge the fact that 
when you have straight D's in high school, you don't pay attention to you know reading, you don't pay attention to your literature classes, you don't really learn words that have more than fucking seven letters in them. Um, but my friend Dan texted me and he said, I think you replaced the word like with the word fuck. Because I was saying, you know, I said like a lot on my, on my Burtcast episode, um, which was actually pretty funny. I laughed at that text. But guys, look, okay, let's look at Bill Cosby, okay? This is my, this is my connection I want to make. Look at Bill Cosby. He was super blue, okay? I think that's what they call you. You're like, you're blue means like you don't swear, you're a fucking straight up guy, and you're, you got manners, and mainly that you don't swear, right? You don't use profanity or any of that. Now, looking at a guy who doesn't swear at all, he was given the QB sneak to all those women. I don't know, hundreds or 50 women, whatever it was, 58. He gave them the, if you don't know what a QB sneak is, he actually gave them the fucking Cosby sneak, okay? Which means the QB sneak is when you have food or you have a drink and you fucking put some drugs in there and the person doesn't know that's what people in Chicago call a QB sneak. So somebody that doesn't laugh or doesn't laugh. Somebody that doesn't swear at all um, isn't really a, a role model because when I think of someone that doesn't swear at all, I think of Bill Cosby and he was given the fucking the Cosby sneak. So, why, you know, swear. I think it's a fact that swearing is makes or people that swear are like 100% more honest. I don't know 100%. I don't know why I said that part. But people that swear are more honest, period. So... Um, I'm trying to tone it down. I think I'm doing better this episode. Maybe eventually I want to do a video podcast. So like I have the light right in front of me. I just need a, maybe a better camera and I need to finish this soundproof shit on my wall so it looks nice. But once I have my video podcast up, um, maybe I'll just keep like a fuck counter in the corner or like a money jar thing and I'll count every time I swear. Um, and then... Actually, no, I'm not going to do that. That's fucking stupid. What am I saying? Who cares, dude? Look, if you don't like that I swear, I'm sorry, okay? But um, but that's just, that's it's me, okay? That's me. So move, let's move forward. Um, let's see. I want to talk a little bit more about me and my family because I brought up my mom earlier, and I don't want her thinking like, you talk, you talk like that about me on your podcasts, really? Are you kidding, Ange? I don't want her to get all like offended because I really, I really don't care. Um, I'm really close with my family. You know, I have three brothers. I got my father and my mother still in my life, which I'm very thankful for. Um, and I live with my dad, and I see my mom like maybe twice a week. And then my brothers, we all live separately. Uh, one of my brothers lives with me, and the other two, one lives in Chicago. I don't know who cares, um, but. When I travel, it is so hard. I, there might be some people out there. If you're a young person that travels, like, I don't know, 18, 20 years old, 23, maybe not 23. I don't know. Under the age of 20, it's like every time I travel, when I go to New York, when I go to California, first of all, my, my parents have my, like, they could track me. I think both of them could track where I am at all times. So, like, and I know it's just like you guys are just being parents, but... When I am gone for like three days, the amount of questions, my dad doesn't really do it as much. My dad will just say like, how you, how you doing, pal? Hey, pal, what's going on, buddy? How you doing? And I just say, I'm doing good, dad. Love you. You know, I'll be home 
in fucking three days, and that's it. Or he'll call me and, you know, catch up with my day. And, you know, my mom, she will ask. This is, like, also shitty, shitty on my mom. But she knows that I'm not taking that way. So um, she'll text me and ask me, dude, every question you can ever think of. Like, it won't even relate to what I'm doing or like, so it'll start off like, how are you doing, Ange? How are you feeling? I'm feeling good, mom. I'm in LA. Are you sure you're feeling good? Yes, mom. I'm feeling great. I'm in LA. I'm having a beautiful time. I just got coffee with Chris D'Elia. What is Chris D'Elia doing? He is drinking coffee because that's what I'm doing. And we're at the same table and we're both drinking coffee. Okay. Are you sure that you're okay, Ange? Mom. Okay, I'm, yeah, I'm fine. Do I seem, is there something wrong with me? What did I do? Like, what's, what's wrong with me, mom? And then she's like, no, it's fine. Don't worry. Just making sure. And then it's like, okay, now I take a break. And then like two seconds later, you know, I go for a walk and then I'm eating a burger or something. She texts me and she'd be like, how's the burger, Ange? How's the in and out? Is it better than Portillo's? And I was like, Mom, how the fuck did you know that I'm at it? And then I remind myself, oh, yeah, she could track where I am. Sometimes I'll be walking past. I'll walk past, like, a, a purse place, and I'll get a text, and she'll be like, ooh, go check those purses for me. I bet they're really nice. And then it's just like I'm fucking looking around, and I'm scared, and I feel like something, she's behind me. But, um, yeah, it's just so hard, you guys. Like, I... I feel like I'm 30 years old because I could go like, okay, first of all, I go out to eat alone. I drive, well, obviously I drive alone everywhere um, unless I have someone with me. Um, I go out to eat alone almost every single day. And when I'm in LA, I love to travel alone. You know, I could have friends or I could have my family come with me, but like I get very tunnel vision. Like when I'm going to LA, like which I'm actually going in like a week now. Um, when I go on a trip, the only thing on my mind is like getting what I have to do done. So this upcoming trip, I know I'm meeting with Pudi, I'm meeting with Burt Kreischer, I'm meeting with Sam Lerner. They're going to be on my podcast. I have a ton of guests that are going to be on and like I'm going and I'm getting that done and I come home. Like I don't even look at it as a vacation. So when people say like, oh, can I come with, which is fucking rude as shit. Um, but when people offer to come with, uh, I, I just, you know, no, let me do my thing. And then it's like, you're, you're 18, you're 19, like you gotta be careful. And I know, but like, if something happens, I also don't, I'm not scared of like, what if I get jumped or what if somebody robs my fucking, first of all, the only thing that the worst thing that could happen, well, I guess somebody could kidnap me. Um, then I'd probably worry, but the worst thing that could realistically happen is like, I get followed and or like some people see that I have like expensive shoes on and I get beat up and they take my shoes. And that's not like that doesn't like trump the fact that I'm going to go. I don't I don't know if I use that word in the right way, but meaning like that doesn't uh, overpower me and my desire to go on this trip. It's not like, oh, I can't go to California because what if I get fucking jumped or what if somebody steals my like if it happens, then okay then that's cool. And now people are listening to this. So now I might have some people that are going to fucking look out for me in LA, but I don't know. Like, I, I just don't care for any of that. It's like, dude, I'm, I'm good. And I'm also very aware and I know what's going on. And like, I've gotten myself one time I was in LA. Um, this was, I think maybe the, 
second time I was ever there, like a year ago or a year and a half ago, and I was wearing Beluga Ones. They're, that's a Yeezy that's like $800 shoe. And I also, this was kind of dumb. I'm also usually smart about like what I wear, like, but in this, on this day I was pretty dumb. I had very expensive shoes on, very expensive jeans on, a dress shirt and a Rolex. And my, which is like, dude, you're 18. What the fuck are you doing? I already know that. So whatever you're thinking, I know, okay? I know it was weird. But I had my, my cuffs rolled up so I could, you could clearly see my Rolex. And I'm walking down, uh, I don't know, it was like Melrose or Fairfax. I'm walking down the street in LA and I see like there's these two people that are kind of like behind me or on the side of me. So they start following me. And I like was taking selfies on Snapchat. So I would like fake take a picture and I would look behind me and see if there were still people behind me. Now these guys probably followed me for a good 10 or 15 minutes. And I would go into a store and come out and they were right there. And then I would keep walking. And it was very obvious that they were following me. Um, and then like I, I was kind of getting nervous. I was like, okay, like let me just go fucking eat some ice cream and leave me alone. Um, and then I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I walk into a store and I was like, if they're out there again, I'm just going to be very like opposite of nervous. Like just be very fucking let's talk. So I walk out of the store. Naturally, they're still there. So I just like get right in the guy's face and I was like, what's going on, bro? Like, where'd you get those shoes at? Those are awesome. And they were so like shocked and they were okay. I'm not going to say anything about them other than the fact that they were very, they, A, they looked very intimidating, and B, they were much stronger than I am, and like maybe three feet tall, not only oh, three feet taller, <laughs> imagine if there was like nine feet tall fucking giants, no, they were like three inches taller than I am, and both very intimidating, and it was two on one, um, and I, I literally look like Slenderman, I'm a seven foot tall white, or six foot tall white kid that weighs seven pounds. So uh, I didn't really have much going. So I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not going to be scared. What's up, guys? How's your shoes? You know, those are dope. Where are you guys from? And then they started talking to me and like it just became like a cool conversation. Then I walked away. They walked their way. And I was like, yeah, motherfucker, you don't follow me because I'll just be your friend. You know, and I just went very instead of like hating them or being nervous or like calling the cops. I was like, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck you, man. Let's be friends. How's that? That's what I said. Just like Kanye West, you gotta love everyone. I did a little Kanye, uh, Kanye love right there. Did you see that? That I hate talking about him, but did you see that? Um, there was another TMZ interview that the guy, which he used to like, old Kanye West. I don't know how we're getting back into this, but old Kanye West, like, uh, he would like punch the camera guy. And there's a video, which is one of my favorite videos of all time, where he's looking down, he's holding Kim's hand. And you hear, like, just a fucking... Oh, that was probably way too loud. But you hear a bang, and he hits his head on the stop sign. And then he looks at the camera guy with this fucking, like, evil stare. And he just sprints at him. He's like, I said no more photos! And he just starts freaking out and, like, punches the camera guy. And it was just hilarious to see him hit his head on the stop sign and then get mad at, like, the guy taking a picture of him. But, um... Yeah, the new TMZ interview with Kanye, it's like he's listening. The TMZ, the, the camera guy is like, 
I don't know, he's like, you know, I really respect your views, and I, I know that you're a star, but everybody has to respect each other's views. I wish I could play them. When the video podcast comes out, it's going to be so great. But he's t- just just talking about nothing. The guy is literally saying, he's not saying anything. He's just saying a bunch of nothing in 55 sentences. It's just air, okay? And Kanye West is like, acts like he really gives a fuck. And he's like, yeah, man, you know what? Hey, can I give you a hug? It's all love. Hey, it's all love, brother. And it's so fucking, like... Don't why do you have to be like that? It's so ro- like robotic. I don't know if robotic is the word, but it's like it's it doesn't have to all be love. I don't. There's a lot of things I don't fucking like. You know, if somebody came up to me telling me like just rambling on and on, I'd be like, hey man, I don't give a fuck about anything you're saying. So see ya, and that would be it. But now the new Kanye thing is it's all love and he's trying to make kids, and I get it, you know, there's probably a lot of kids that will all of a sudden just start being way nicer, which is kind of fucked up to think about because, like, Kanye West is being really nice. Now everybody's like, like, let's do it, man. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Whatever you do when you're being nice. He also posted a ton of pictures of, like, screenshots with him and John Legend and J. Cole and, uh, it's just them going back and forth. And like Big Sean, and they're like, I love you, man. Hey, I love you too, bro. And, you know, everything you do and I support. I don't know. It's so stupid. I think all of that's dumb. I think if I was an Adidas rep, I would be more mad at the fact that he says just dumb shit than, like, his serious views on politics or whatever. Like, that's up to him. You're wrong. That's fine. I also don't get mad. Like... You know how much it takes for me to really get, like, oh, fuck. Like, really just grip my teeth angry. Like, for me to genuinely get mad, the only thing is, like, something happens to my family member or, like, my brother's sad or something. Or my brother's pissed off. That'll rub off on me and I'll get mad. Um, Or, like, if I lose money or something like that, you know what I mean? Or if a deal goes wrong, then I'll get, like, really mad. But I never, like, yell. I'll just kind of, like, shut up. I'll just tell myself, you know what, Ange, you need to just fucking take a break, okay? And I'll just sit there and, and I won't do anything. All right, well, that was good. Um, so I want to talk about, now we're going to bring in the sneaker part of the podcast, okay? We're at about 30 minutes, so I'm going to do this last 10-minute segment will be about shoes. So if you're a shoe fan, you could stay, stay, stick around. And if you're not a shoe fan, then it's up to you. Um, I talked about these colored retro ones last time on the podcast, and they're they're called the best hand in the game collection, which I didn't have them in hand yet um, on the first episode, but now I have a pair right in front of me right now, and I have the clay greens and I have the blues. Um, the quality on them is pretty good, you know. They're definitely you're you're kind of an average Jordan one. The th- here's what pisses me off, okay. The inside, the insole of the shoe has like, I don't even know what it is. Oh no, the, well, there's it's just a bunch of cards, okay? So there's num- number 23, there's the Jumpman, and it's like a deck of cards. And I don't know, I'm not really big on the whole fucking, like, let's just draw shit on our shoes or on the inside of the shoes. The only shoe that I enjoyed the insole being detailed like that with was probably the Shatter Backboard Retro Ones. Um, because the story made sense, 
and it was cool and the colorway matched the story the color of the rims and all that and uh the inside of the shoe was a shitter backboard i don't maybe i just don't know like the I think it's like the store of these shoes and correct. Well, you can't correct me if I'm wrong, but I might be wrong. Um, I think it's like that he had all of these different tricks. So it was like, which card is he going to play or something like that? I don't know. I think it's a very dumb story. And I think that's why um, the market on these is really low. Uh, the blue moons are at like 200 bucks. The clay greens are at 275, depending on the size. Um, some of them are even less. And then the red and the yellow are sticking around 350 to 450 But, I mean, I don't know. It's like that's what happens when you come out with a fucking... They don't have any story. Which, the red ones I'm a huge fan of. And the yellow ones I think is one, is one of the best... Even the green. The yellow and the green are probably one of the best Retro One colorways of the year. Um, it's just like you don't get green retro ones, you know. You had the Celtics pair, which was like the original Celtics were green all over, um, and then you had the gold and the white. Then they did like the DMP pack Celtics, I believe, which is just like a green black toe, um, kind of similar to this clay green. But I don't know, like these, this is a good green. It's not something that's it doesn't stick out too much. Um, if you wear green with the clay green ones. It'll stick out. If you wear black with it, it'll probably make it look a little bit more gray. But, yeah, the colors are awesome. The shoe is awesome. The storyline, fucking skip it, okay? Um, what else is there? There's also the Pass the Torch ones or the – oh, I talked about those already too, but now I've had them in hand. And the quality, in my opinion, is pretty fucking shitty, Okay. Um, last week I talked about those. I called them the Kai ones, I think. Uh, yeah, the quality is not good. I mean, it's they're going for 550 bucks right now. If you have $500 to spend and you're looking for quality, get a Yeezy V2 or get a Bread 1 that's like a 2013 or something like that. Um, if you're looking for a Jordan and you want nice quality, definitely get an older pair that like they're a cool colorway and it's all chrome, but whatever patent leather they use or whatever it's called, shiny leather that they use for those uh, those past the torch ones, uh, I think it looks like shit and feels like shit in person. I also last week I talked about how I didn't really like dad shoes and you know the, the blushes and wave runners the seven hundreds. Um, and I figured, you know what, I'm going to buy a pair and I'm going to see what I really think of them. Um, maybe, you know, maybe I, I was wrong. So I bought a pair size 10. I'm usually a 10 and a half, but I bought a pair size 10 and, um, I wore them a few times and I figured I could go half size down because lately I've been thinking of a 10, but they were pretty snug. So like definitely go true to size with those, but they feel really comfortable and I just don't think that they look cool on me. Uh, my friend Kristen, shout out to you. She uh, made it clear to me that I looked like shit in them. So I, I sold them. Um, but she was kind of right. One, they look like little kid shoes. And usually I don't care what people think. But she kind of knows her stuff when it comes to fashion. I could trust her. Um, so I was like, you know what? What do you think of these? She said like they they look better if you dress them down, like wear them with sweatpants or joggers or, or something like that. I don't wear joggers because my legs are fucking toothpicks. Um, so I usually go with jeans or something a little bit more bulkier. 
Um, so yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of them, but I will give them credit. They are comfortable. The blushes are shit. The wave runners are very comfortable. Um, shit in my opinion. And then the last pair that I was going to talk about is the Shatter Backboard. Now there's a woman's release. So this is weird, but the woman's release is size like four to size 12 and they're all woman sizes. So a size 12 is in women's is a size 10 and a half in men's. So you add a size and a half, which means that every single person, every single man that wears size 10 and a half and up will not be able to get these shoes. So they basically fucked the whole market up, okay? Now it's a shatter backboard and it's satin, which if you don't know what satin is, it's like a type of material. Um, I don't really know how to explain it. It's like very, I feel like lingerie is made with satin, but I might be wrong. Um, there's the satin bread one, and then there's the satin royal one, and those go for like $1,500 to $2,500, uh, maybe even more depending on the size. So everyone's thinking, holy shit, like a shattered backboard, which already goes for $800 now in a satin material is probably going to be three grand, and it's fucking 300 Um, the small sizes are 300 the size 12 is like 600 uh, which is fucking horrible. And I almost posted a pre-order for $1,200 each. And I passed on them because I didn't even want to get them. But good thing I didn't sell them for $1,200 because I would have had some fucking mad customers. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if you want those, I can get them. To, as of right now, they're about maybe $700 for the like max. But $600 for a size 12, which is a 10 and a half. And everything lower, like the smaller it gets, the cheaper they are. Um, so that was disappointing to see. But at the same time, it's like, stop making fucking... They just messed that whole release up. If they had regular sizes 8 through 14 in this same shoe, it would be a $2,000 shoe, no doubt. Um, so that's cool. And there's another Retro one or retro 3 going around, which I guess it's called the Katrina 3, or it's called the Hall of Fame. I don't know what's it's confirmed. But it's a white Retro 3, and as if they haven't came out with enough of those, the past fucking five years is every single Retro 3 is just white and red, or white and cement, or not cement, or white and elephant print, or white and blue. Um, there's so many, and it's just, I hate them. They're making me hate the Retro 3. Black cements are awesome, that was a good release. Um, the I think I talked about this last week too, about how there were so many white 3s, but... There's another one that I just named was the Katrina. Um, and, it, you know, the Fear 3s, the Crimson 3s, the Joker 3s. Um, there's even more. I can't even think right now. But there's so many dark retro 3s that are fucking awesome. That are so much better than White Cements, Katrinas, Free Throws, JTHs, Tinkers, uh, Pure Monies. The all-white pair coming out. There's another picture going around of... A white cement three with a red and a blue, like half red, half blue on the side of them. I don't know. They should all be going for nothing. Is except for the uh, Justin Timberlakes. They're gonna have like brown pairs and orange pairs or some shit like that, and those are gonna be awesome. But the white pairs skip every single one of them. Um, so that's about it for the sneaker part of the show. Maybe in the future, you know, in the future when I have a video podcast, I'm also going to have all of these shoes with me. So the people that aren't into shoes or 
like maybe it's not that they don't like them. It's just that they don't even know about it. Um, you'll be able to watch it and you'll be able to see what I'm saying. So thank you guys for listening. I hope you have a good week. Um, unless you're an asshole, then I hope your week is shitty.